Today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. I am likened to a grain of wheat, which faces one of three futures. The wheat can be placed in a sack and dumped in a stall until it's fed to swine. Or it can be ground to flour and made into bread. Or it can be placed in the earth and allowed to grow until its golden head divides and produces a thousand grains from the one. Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planet Inn, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor, those being the next generation. Today is scroll number eight in Ogmandino's bestseller, The Greatest Salesman in the World. And as uh, I've mentioned, you do not have to be in sales to appreciate this book. It's inspiring. It keeps you moving forward. And it has some beautiful, beautiful ideas. Ten top tips. Yes, and these are not new ideas, but it's important to remind ourselves goes on to say, I am likened to a grain of wheat with one difference. The wheat cannot choose whether it be fed to swine, ground for bread, or planted to multiply. I have a choice and I will not let my life be fed to swine, nor will I let it be ground under the rocks of failure and despair to be broken open and devoured by the will of others. You have a choice. That is what this is all about. Multiplying your value a hundredfold. But you have a choice. You have a choice in life. If you're going to grow and multiply, he goes on to say, to grow and multiply, it is necessary to plant the wheat grain in the darkness of the earth. And along with failures, despair, ignorance, and abilities, all planted in the darkness. Just bury that. But here's the interesting thing. Like the wheat grain, which will sprout and blossom, if it is nurtured with rain and sun and warm winds, I too must nurture my body and my mind to fulfill my dreams. But to grow to full stature, the wheat must wait on the whims of nature. I need not wait, for I have the power to choose my destiny, my own destiny. You have the power to choose. You don't have to wait for something to happen. Make it happen. He says, how will I accomplish this? Well, <laughs> first, I will set goals for the day, the week, the month, the year, and my life. Just as the rain must fall before the wheat will crack its shell and sprout, so must I have objectives before my life will crystallize. In setting my goals, I will consider my best performance of the past and multiply it a hundredfold. This will be the standard by which I will live in the future. Wow. Have you ever thought about goal setting that way? Some people don't like to call it goals. What projects do you have on the go? What vision do you have? What do you need to get done? So, hey, maybe you can take that family on vacation in a year from now. What has to be accomplished today, this week, this month, next year? What is 
going to get you there. Just, you know, what baby steps do you have to plan out? <laughs> it goes on to say, this will be the standard by which I will live in the future. Never will I be of concern that my goals are too high, for is it not better to aim my spear at the moon and strike only an eagle than to aim my spear at the eagle and strike only a rock? Oh, I like that. I've heard that about stars before. So, you know, shoot for the moon and mm, you might hit a star. I like that a lot. Uh, he is very humble in his writings because he goes on to say, The height of my goal will not hold me in awe, though. I may stumble often before they are reached. If I stumble, I will rise, and my falls will not concern me, for all men must stumble often to reach the hearth. Mm. I really like that, you know. And we think about how far us humans have come over time. And the great feats, uh, I think back ancient Egypt, what they accomplished, that was absolutely spectacular. They set their mind to it. They had a vision. They created a vision. Shoot for the moon. You know, world leaders said, hey, we want to send a man to the moon. Don't know how we're going to get there, but let's set our minds to it. Those are pretty big goals, pretty big projects, pretty big visions. That takes, you know, <laughs> quite a few people. But if it's just you yourself, what are you shooting for? What, what are you striving for? What little bits can you do to get a little bit better each day at? Just a little bit. Because each day gets a little bit easier in what you're doing. I mean, your goal could be, I would really like to mm, run a marathon. Well, you don't start out running 26 miles. You build up gradually. First you do, a, well, I'm talking miles, but we could be talking kilometers. Maybe you do three kilometers for the first month. And the next month you do five kilometers. That type of thing. It doesn't happen overnight. And, and, I, like, and I like that he's humble about it in this book. He goes on to say, Today I will multiply my value a hundredfold, and just as the warm wind guides the wheat to maturity, the same winds will carry my voice to those who will listen, and my words will announce my goals. Once spoken, I dare not recall them, lest I lose face. I will be as my own prophet, and though all may laugh at my utterness, they will hear my plans. They will know my dreams. And thus, there will be no escape for me until my words become accomplished deeds. What he's talking about there is sometimes you have to tell people out loud what your plan is, even if they're going to laugh at you. Because then you're doing what you say you were going to do. And somehow that helps with personal accountability. You know, if you put it out there, this is my dream. This is my goal. You just might find somebody who's going to help you reach that. What happens when you reach your goal? Well, he goes on to say, I will always raise my goals as soon as they are attained. I will always strive to make the next hour better than this one. I 
I'll always announce my goals to the world. Yet never will I proclaim my accomplishments. Hmm, that's an interesting one, right? Let the world instead approach me with praise, and may I have the wisdom to receive it in humility. Yes, when you're striving for a goal and you accomplish a goal and you reward yourself for such an accomplishment in the completion of a project, you know, you, you don't need the validation of, of others because you're multiplying your value a hundredfold for yourself, for the betterment of society, for your family, and those you love and mentor. He ends the chapter by saying, and when it is done, I will do it again and again. And there will be astonishment and wonder at my greatness as the words of these scrolls are fulfilled in me. And you will live a more inspired life by reaching your goals, moving forward, and then moving the needle just a little further, moving the finish line just a little further, Stretching, stretching, because that is what gives life meaning. When you have a purpose, you need meaning in life. You need those goals and those aspirations, those projects, and you'll feel that fulfillment. You'll feel the satisfaction of a job well done, and you will live a more inspired life.